scumbags! That's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. All right, let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them college basketball betters and everybody else in between uh, throwing it down. It's the wicked Wednesday. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So what? We've got that out of the way. Um, We're breaking it down. NFL football countdown is on for NFL football. Thanksgiving, Houston Texans uh, laying three. That's their Thanksgiving gift to the Detroit Lions. Three points. Uh, Washington football team getting two and a half points against the Dallas Cowboys. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. The only real good game of the day, canceled. 2020 strikes again. They're going to be playing on uh, Sunday uh, right now. Advantage uh, Baltimore, sort of, kind of, but they still have COVID anyways. But they do get another couple of days. It is what it is. Uh, Tragic news, though, as far as the Dallas Cowboys are are concerned. Uh, You know, yesterday they had that medical emergency with their strength and conditioning coach, Marcus Paul. Unfortunately, Marcus Paul died. Um, he, he passed away. Um, you know, that's devastating. And the Cowboys were very close with this guy uh, as well. So may he rest in peace. Our condolences to his family. But uh, may he rest in peace. And, you know, puts it's, it's, it's one of these deals for the Cowboys where they didn't practice this week because of this. Um, but you also know it's one of these deals where they're going to be very, very emotional uh, during the football game. In which it can go one or two ways. Emotion can work for you in life. Emotion can work against you uh, in life. Uh, we're breaking it down. College uh, basketball is uh, back. And uh, there's been some strange scores. And uh, there's been some upsets. There's been some blowouts. And there's been everything else uh, in between. Good basketball game between San Diego State and uh, UCLA uh, this evening. Villanova, heavily hyped Villanova comes into the year. You know, they get it done. Uh, wasn't a blowout, but uh, they get it done. Michigan with Jawan Howard uh, gets it done. A 14-point win is 14-and-a-half-point favorites. Nice to see the odds makers are on their game, not. And we're going to get into this a little bit uh, throughout the evening. The raging redhead Cam Stewart's going to step up and in. We're talking golf. That's right. We're breaking it down. How's Steph Curry going to do? What? Steph Curry golfing? That's right. Steph Curry's golfing. Ian Cameron, Babano. Late night anger management class, vent your rage, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winner. And I know the winner. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute. $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of Miami mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. 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 Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Late night anger, mid class continues. I am Marenzi throwing it down. The Wicked Wednesday. College basketball uh, is back. NFL football 
countdown is on. We've got Thanksgiving uh, football uh, on the board, uh, but Thursday's game uh, has been uh, canceled between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be playing it on uh, Sunday. Uh, we've got uh, college uh, football. Let's bring in a raging redhead, Cam Stewart, right now. What's going on, Cam? What's going on, Gabe? Yeah, no, I'm just, uh, you know, even uh, golf. The golf tournament has started. I don't usually bring me on Wednesday for this uh, <laughs> golf. going to break down uh, this uh, tournament here. Nice, what nice we, smooth, what we got here? Nice smooth uh, yeah. Dun, Dunhill. Yeah, nice, Alfred nice Dunhill, and smooth. a great smoke. <laughs> I love Al. I, don't you love golf too? Like all the other sports. Oh, we couldn't be sponsored by a cigarette company. It's like who's? Hey, Dunhill, you got money? Sure, sponsor the event. <laughs> like NASCAR it used to be the Marlboro Cup. That's the best. It's the Marlboro <laughs> Cup. That's <laughs> they, wicked. They, they didn't play around. So that's right. Like so, there is there is golf this week. Uh, the Euro Tour, uh, as we mentioned, we've got the Alfred Dunhill Championship in which uh, my main man, Brenda, Brandon Stone, uh, is the favorite in 11-1 to camp. Brandon Stone. I got to be on, man, I got to be honest with you. I don't know these dudes. I, I, I know a few of them, but um, this got- is quite the field, Cam. <laughs> we're talking. Like, this isn't even the top Euros, right? This is like, when when Brandon Stone is the 11-1 to favorite, Cam, it's a, it's a short field. Yeah, it's a pretty short field, but there's, there's a couple other guys. Uh, there's my Christian main man, Eddie Pepperell. Eddie oh, Pepperell. Yeah. Eddie Pe- <laughs> yes. Yeah, the pepper shaker, he's in. He's one of the favorites, too. You're right. Like uh, Fleetwood and all these other guys. Yeah, they've taken time off, but you said it. And some of these golfers, they don't care about holidays, this and that, whatever. They're like, let's play, buddy. But I got four picks. Literally, the tournament just teed off about half an hour ago. So anybody want to play these guys live, just doing a little research. I got Bezoutenhout, Christian Bezoutenhout, the South African at 20 to 1, George Kutsia at 28 to 1, and a couple of medium bombs for you. Adrian Otegi, very very, very good player from Spain. And uh, the Welshman, who's actually playing very, very well right now, Jamie Donaldson, 50 to 1. I like him. Man, I actually like getting in on these. Um, I like getting on, on these these random tournaments. It uh, seems like there's value uh, on the board. But this week, Cam, everybody's focused in on this uh, Champions for Change stuff. Champions yep. for Change. Um, so it's uh, Lefty and Chuck versus Steph and Peyton. Um, so this is kind of snuck up on people. So people tuning in right now, they're unaware of this. They're playing. So it's uh, Steph Curry, Golden State Warrior star Steph Curry, teaming up with Peyton Manning to take on Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. So when you look at the numbers, at first you're like, I, I did like sort of a double take when I looked at the matchup, Cam, because I'm like, well, I sort of figured it would be, you know, pro basketball player and golfer. Right. I didn't, you know, I, I sort of had to do a, a triple take. I'm like, really? There's only one pro golfer in this? And the pro golfer is the underdog, <laughs> which is crazy. And the number hasn't moved. So Steph Curry, Peyton, well, it moved from the original, but throughout the week here. Yeah. Peyton Manning and Steph Curry are minus 174. Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley are plus 134. And why don't you explain to everybody, Cam, why it is that even though Phil, you figure out oh, Phil Mickelson could beat all these guys easily. Yes, but explain to people why he can't just instantly beat everybody. Yeah, basically, the, you know, the format, alternate shot, right? So everybody yep. tees off. The thing is, Charles Barkley, wherever his ball goes, 
Phil's got to play it and vice versa, right? Wherever Phil goes, Charles, Charles plays it. And say, that's the thing. And you know, Charles Barkley, Gabe, like, oh, I'm telling you, like, this this is uh, like, what's Charles Barkley going to do? Like, you're going to be under a rock, you know, some, as I said, some scorpions could be some snakes, any type of, uh, you know, critters out there. I'm telling you. This line we should have got it earlier when I told Walsh when I was working with him Saturday night it was a buck thirty five. It's a buck seventy four, and you said it it's steady. But here's the thing: Phil Mickelson might be the only pro out of these guys, but he's got to deal with Barkley, who's clearly the worst golfer out of these guys, like worse than anybody. And for people that don't know Steph Curry's game, he's wicked. Like he he's played on a Web.com tour event. Like he's almost made cuts. He's very very close to being like a semi pro golfer. Like if he stopped playing basketball and worked on golf. He might yeah. be there. So I think he's, uh, you know, him and him and Manning. And Manning, I, we talked about, he's uh, just over a six handicap. And Charles Barkley's handicap's probably closer around 30-something. Like, he's horrible. He couldn't break 100. So that's the thing. Phil's got to be perfect. They could still win this thing. But I like Curry and Peyton Manning. I think the price isn't even too bad at a buck seventy four. Hope I'm not getting roped in. <laughs> I like what you're saying. Tiger Woods was in this uh, last time. <laughs> yes. Said, yes. Phil Mick. Phil Mickelson said, we're losing the greatest golfer of all time for the worst golfer of all time. <laughs> That's the best. No, Barkley's Where's the money horrible. going? Where's the money going? Oh, in Phil's pocket, of course. No, no. All right. The money, the money is going. And you know what? This is Steph Curry's doing, and good for him. I didn't realize this, Cam. Did you know this about Steph Curry? This is, this is putting your money where your mouth is, Steph Curry. Steph Curry actually funded... And and pays Cam for the Howard University golf team, Black That's University. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's I like, oh, you guys that. can't afford a golf program. I'm going to fund it. Let's go. You guys should be have a golf team. How come you don't have a golf team? Right. So Curry Curry funds it, and I love this. The money is going uh, due to Curry. Um, it's going to go to more Morehouse College, Howard University, Alabama A and M, Hampton, Winston Salem State. Um, that's, that's some good stuff uh, right there. It's the first time that Phil Nicholson's ever donated to a black college. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He he might have given a Money's black guy where? like tickets to a what? to a game, but yeah. yeah who, what, 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 what? <laughs> that's no, the no, thing, Phil, and they're really you know Phil. I yeah. guarantee you, Cam. I guarantee you, <laughs> Phil's gonna tell Steph Curry in the in the in the clubhouse. He's gonna go. So I see it's going to Morehouse, Howard, Alabama, and M. Hampton. I guarantee you, Phil's gonna drop. You know what? Howard screwed me once. They didn't cover. He's going to drop like a betting <laughs> reference. Like, oh, I like Howard. Yeah, they cover. I like Howard. Because Phil Mickelson bets yeah. on sports, guys, right? People, if you don't know that, Phil Mickelson bets on sports. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Phil Mickelson's done more for black colleges than Charles Barkley. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, that was a bad joke. Well, you know what, though? Anyway. Yeah, uh, it's all bad jokes. I shouldn't even brought it up. I should have. Yeah, I, I walked joke. right into that one. Implies, I was just like, It implies that Phil doesn't want to give to black schools. So I'm not trying to imply that at all. I'm just stating. I don't know. Has Phil ever given money to Howard University? But the whole thing about Phil no. Mickelson, and you remember this. Remember when I had Dick Buckus on my show, Cam, years ago? Uh, yep. We had Dick Buckus on, and he told me a story. Because let me just tell you something that happened. And um, there was a feature on Dick Buckus on television on ESPN or NFL Network or whatever about, you know, kind of beat up. Well, although he was a star, he's not loaded and stuff. And he gets by, but he's having a hard time, kind of like his daughters are in college age and stuff. An anonymous person 
paid for the university for his daughter. That anonymous person, and then the guy calls him. He goes, listen, I saw you on TV talking about your daughters going to school and stuff. He goes, don't worry about it. I paid for the year. He goes, I, I paid for the, uh, not just the year, like I paid for the, I paid for the entry for it. You don't have to worry about it. Phil Mickelson, Ken. Phil Mickelson. That's, and, that's the thing. And I asked he, Dave yes. Buckus, I said, you know Phil Mickelson? He goes, never met him in my life. I said, Phil saw it on TV. Like, and people go, oh, Phil Mickelson's a big jerk. It's like, well, I don't know. You know, like I said, it, it, Phil's done. Remember the time you said, Ken, Phil in the Super Bowl? Who wants to go to the Super Bowl? He busted out exactly. Super Bowl tickets. He gave it to a father yes. and son. Hey, you guys go to the game. and starting in a few hours. Get out of here. <laughs> no, you got to give Phil credit. He gets, uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, he cracks a lot of jokes and he rubs people the wrong way and fleeces rookie on tour. But those guys have money. So, uh, for me, Gabe, I don't see a lot of PGA Tour players stepping up for old NFLers and giving them anything. So, uh, kudos to Phil. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, Phil Nicholson. Not even a Bears fan. I guess Phil's just a Buckets fan. <laughs> it has money. Class act. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Go on, you stupid horse. I got my last ten bucks on you. No, don't look at me. Run. No, don't come over here. Uh, Late night anger management class continues. Trust me, I know how you feel, Krusty. Ugh. Uh, I know, I know that feeling. But we'll we'll move on. We're going to bring Babano in here in a second. But seriously, with this match stuff, I don't think it can be emphasized how bad of a golfer Charles Barkley is. So as Cam stated, it's going to be great television. A lot of times these skins games are boring and stupid and they're bad jokes and stuff. But this is going to be funny because really, like Cam stated, so imagine, guys, Phil Mickelson's going to tee off. Bam. All right. Listen, Phil can be erratic with his driver at the best of times, too. So Phil's going to tee off. Bam. Even if Phil gets a good shot, it's basically like me or Cam taking the next shot. So Barkley's going to screw up Phil's second shot. Right. <laughs> so Barkley is going to like he's going to you know, what I mean, he's going to shank the shots. He's going to spray them all over the place. And then conversely, Barkley is going to put to his drive. God knows where. And Mickelson's going to have to hit that ball. You see what I'm saying? They have to hit each other's shots. So it's basically like a handicap match on Phil Mickelson. But you brought it up earlier, Cam, and I was thinking about the math here. And I'm like, Phil Mickelson would literally have to play like a 59 to make this work. A 55. He can't carry Barkley, Cam. He can't do it. He can't do it. I, uh, I think I think this is a $500 play. He can't do it. Uh, but the I'm, only thing I'm going to say this, though. Peyton Manning and I'm Curry going gonna- to choke. Can they play (laughs) up to their expectations? (laughs) Here's the thing, though. The only reason I wouldn't think about, like, going to the bank and, like, smashing dimes on it, the one thing Phil can do, and he's a pro, think about the par threes, Gabe. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, why is the number still, like, minus 170 instead? So think about that. If Phil nuts a shot, 
Charles Barkley could still probably hit like a four or five foot foot putt. That's something that has to do. So the par threes, I think, are an advantage to a pro golfer in comparison, especially long par threes. So that's the only difference. But all the other shots, like the more shots, like a par long par four and par fives, I think it's advantage uh, Manning and, and Curry. And for people that don't know, I'll say it again, if you weren't listening to, you know, uh, game time decisions and in-game live, Steph Curry's a wicked golfer. Like, he he's scratch. Yeah. He's he, yeah, that's the thing. Like he, he oh yeah, he's a scratch. Meaning yeah, he's he's there. PGA player, players like minus two point eight on an index, minus four point whatever. So Steph Curry is basically you know six or seven shots away. And I'll tell you, if he didn't play basketball, he'd be on a mini tour. That's how good he is at golf. So if he brings his A game, I think Manning and him should be able to take care of business. All right. So of course they every year they have this this big match play skins game, Tiger Woods. Um, you know, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, and I understand next year, Ian Cameron, Babano is in talks to play. He's even worse than Charles Barkley. Uh, Ian Cameron <laughs> steps up and in and joins us. What's going on, Babano? Yeah, and that's a fact. That is a guaranteed true statement. I would be worse than Charles Barkley on the golf course. <laughs> so would I. So would I. Barkley would beat me. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, I'm yeah, horrible. Bark- too. Bark- well, who are we all kidding? Like the guy, he's got time to play. His swing. The thing about golf. Barkley too is his swing is gross. It's just so mistimed. <laughs> like it just it looks worse than like that's the thing. Like you'll hit the ball a few times, good, but his swing blows. Like it's awful for a guy that plays that much golf. If I and I, I'm going to maintain this too, Cap. Golf, you need time. You know what I mean? If I had time, I could play. You know what I mean? But the one thing with me, my patience level, I'm not made for golf. It's a tough sport for me to deal with. Like, it's not the course that beats me on a golf course. It's myself, right? I melt down. And it's everyone does. Anyone who plays golf knows what I'm talking about. That It's not the holes. It's not the course. You hit the shots, but... It's the mental fatigue through the 18 holes. And by the time you're sucking and you get to the 13th hole and you just sort of give up, you're like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? You just start spraying the ball. You're like, yeah, yeah, my card's been shot a hell of a long time ago. Like, what does it matter now? Right? I always start off all serious. This is going to be a good round. And then it turns into a train wreck. Absolute uh, train wreck. Uh, I don't think you were there, Babano, that day. It was an absolute classic in, in our history. The um, <laughs> the the Red Heat and Rage uh, Invitational, uh, in which we had, uh, me and Cam had a golf tournament. And I got to tell you, man, you would have thought that, like, we went to war. Like, it, it sent people to the hospital, our golf tournament. <laughs> Sun yeah, it was tough. Sunburn. Yeah, we alcohol. We were also yeah. It was like the hottest day of the year. I got no sunblock. You know, we're getting wasted, and you know, uh, you know, we were we were an ear. I really remember like, when that tournament <laughs> happened, Cam. It was hot as hell that day. I remember. Oh, it, yeah, buddy, yeah, we it had hot. heat stroke. Like I, I was, I, I had sun blisters when we got home. Ask Morenzi, like a tub of ice. Like it, we got pummeled. We got the golf sucked, and then we had Scrovy and his buddies like chirping at us the whole time. Yeah, it was just a piece of work that. <laughs> hey, it's one of those sports. If you're not mentally and you're not emotionally strong, golf will just beat you down. It'll beat you into a pulp and it'll beat you into oblivion. That, yeah, it's tough. That was the best can I have seen you get so mad. You're all drunk after. <laughs> like you said, but Scrovy and his crew, hey, where's our money? We beat you. <laughs> we beat you guys. Oh, yeah. And even I'm like, beat us? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> We like basically you should have seen like our crew, man. 
Like our golf, like these guys showed up and like, you know, they rented like top of the line clubs. They've all got their cleats on and stuff. We're, we're crushing clowns. like old, we're crushing old Milwaukee <laughs> lights on, on the course. But that, that was a, that was a wild day. I, I remember that one. Fun, fun times. Should almost do it again. But you know what I said too? It's very obscure, but I want to have, uh, and you were there, Cam. I want to do, uh, we have a curling tournament. Curling. Oh, yeah, curling's Even though, great. Like, we don't know yeah. what the hell we're doing, but we went curling just once, and um, it was pretty cool. <laughs> like no, Curling they, the, the good thing about curling is they really encourage alcohol use. Like, there's yes, a bar right there. So it's like, hey, drink yeah. and curl. Like, they encourage it, yeah. right? They don't like you bringing yeah, like, the, the drinks on the ice, though. You got to put it in a plastic yeah, cup. Yeah, no, they don't like that. <laughs> like, like, you know, in golf, they call it the 19th hole and, cur- and curling. And curling, it's the 11th end. And let me tell you, from a guy that's lived all over the world, I covered curling at a high level. There are more alcoholics and drunks per capita in that sport than more than hockey, anything else. Curling is the professional, the king of booze bags, hands down. Curling's great. I, you know what? I used to, like, roll my eyes when curling was on TV. I'd be like, oh, nah, God. <laughs> I'd be like, it's, oh, it's good. God, it's the Tournament of Hearts or whatever. The, uh, you know. Yeah, the and, Scott uh, Tournament of Hearts or the Briar. The Briar yeah, for the, the men. The Briar. But you know what I really enjoy? I got into it because I'll be honest with you, Mabato. If you could bet on it, I'd be into it. <laughs> all right? You can't bet on curling all the time. You can only bet on, like, Olympic curling, it seems. And, man, did I love that. And remember, Ken, that's what I wanted. Uh, I, I asked. I said, can I get a three-and-a-half rock teaser? I was looking. Yeah, that's a lot. Any alternate rocks? rocks? Alternate rocks. rocks. Yeah, curling, curling betting is a lot of fun. All right, so let's get into uh, something that's not a lot of fun. NFL betting. Ugh. NFL. <laughs> NFL betting. What do you think of the game tomorrow? But bad on the first one up. Houston and uh, Detroit, Rock City. So we have Detroit 3-13 and 13 straight up their last 16 Thanksgiving Day games. We have Detroit that hasn't won a Thanksgiving Day home game since 2016. We have Detroit that showed nothing but signs of quit, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, last Sunday against Carolina. Yeah, and a team that was just looked completely (laughs) lost and and, and dismal on both sides of the ball. It takes something especially, especially putrid to be shut out by Carolina's defense, the way the Panthers had been going on that side of the ball in recent weeks. Now, I understand it's Houston laying points on the road in this game. They're coming off the win against New England. Deshaun Watson has 12 touchdowns, no interceptions in the last five games. He is that that th- that that straw that's holding this uh, drink together, I guess you could say, to the Houston Texans. You know, if not for Deshaun Watson, I don't know where this team would be, but he's given them a chance to win. Uh, Matthew Stafford did not look good last week. I got to go with Houston. It's the lesser of two evils. It's not like I'm in love with laying points on the road with the Texans, but the lesser of two evils to me here, guys, is Houston. Cam, how are you feeling about this game now? Yeah, it's tough. Like Everything tells me to take points with Detroit, and maybe they'll show up in this game, but you just can't do it. It's just one of these teams, like, and without Galladay, if Galladay played, I'd actually consider it. Um, but now I'm really worried. You said, Babano, you bring up a good point. Deshaun Watson actually is quietly playing very, very well. Nobody's really talking about it. The team, Gabe, you mentioned on the show, they've been grinding. I get it. They could have lost to Cleveland when Chubb stepped out of bounds by 10. But other than that, very competitive in their games. It's a low number. 
yeah, Houston should be able to take care of business. If Houston wants to be there, they'll beat Detroit. I don't know if the team's totally quit on P- Patricia, but it feels that way when P.J. Walker is uh, beating you guys down and you can't score a point. So we'll see about Swift. He'll help out. But, yeah, Amendola's out as well. So Detroit's got a lot of problems offensively. And without Akuda and that defense, too, they've been uh, horrible lately. Too. Yeah. It's hard to trust Detroit. And one thing I want to throw out, there's a huge strength of schedule edge this year, guys, to Houston. They have played a much tougher schedule. Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Green Bay, Cleveland, New England. Those have been all the opponents for Houston. Detroit's doesn't match up to that, not even close. So I think Houston's more battle-tested. They'll find a way to win. You know what, too, if you look, and I brought this up earlier, Babato, on Game Time Decisions with Cam. Yeah, Houston are 3-7. and But let, as you stated, look at who they played, and let's look at the final scores. They've never quit Babano. They've never – Houston have never said, you know what, we're done. And the thing is, Houston – and this is a great point brought up by Kevin Walsh earlier tonight. Houston don't have a first-round draft pick. So they're not – they don't have an incentive to tank even. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't – like, the players – like, J.J. Watts got pride. And I find, like, if you're a Houston Texans team, guys – you know, it's been a it's been a bad year. It sucks. It is what it is. But in the end, it's actually not that bad. You got rid of O'Brien. Sometimes you got to go backwards to go forward. So at least O'Brien's out of your life. And they know they're not going to be on national television. They're not going to the playoffs. I think they'll be fired up to be on TV and show people they don't suck. Like the Detroit Lions do suck. More with Kevin Vivano on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. You know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Late night anger management class. Yeah, that's how we feel uh, right now. College uh, basketball is uh, back, and so are the bad beats. Dear God, uh, Cam, as we ended uh, game time decisions, I don't know if you saw the end. I did. And it, you know what was even more painful, bro? Um, Rhode Island quit. And, but I don't blame them. They were down by six with seven seconds left. And the thing is, they were down by six, and they tossed like an air ball. And the ball went out of bounds. So there was no will anymore. Like, And there was seven seconds left. And I'm like, dear God, if you guys foul, we can get to the It'll seven. perfect. Yeah, we can get to <laughs> yes, maybe exactly. eight if you foul. You, and of course, though, Cam, you know that if we were plus six and a half, we would have fouled, right? It's funny how that works. Oh, exactly. Like, like somehow. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. I'm like, I knew. I'm like, oh, God, they're not going to foul, are they? They didn't. I can, And there's no fans. You can even hear the coach. All right, that's it. You can hear. That's it. He told the kids, don't foul. Yeah. Don't foul. That was cold. And I was dead wrong about UCLA. And I know you watched the game of a battle. Expectations were high for UCLA coming into the year. They suck. All right, they're done. Their season's over. <laughs> Screw them. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how San Diego State does this, man. Like they they lose their players every year. They just systematically they, wear they you out. They play defense. Yeah, and it sucks. they play great defense. 
I jumped yeah, on an in-game they, it, over, Cam, 133.5, and it lands at 131. So I tried to salvage actually, and get out, and wrong, lost. Yeah, know what I did, Marenzi? I actually went on the under in that game. And when that – they were scoring Ooh. early in the game, and then it it was like a buck, buck 39 and a half. I did smart things with that game, but even though I took good, UCLA, good. I looked for a way to get out, kind of like you and MLS last night when I couldn't get out. That's what I'm doing. I think a lot of uh, – I'll talk about, you know, Babano and you. I think these Aztec games, a lot of them are going to go under. They just – that's what they do. They play. They suffocate you. A lot of stretches where they miss shots. UCLA, the defense has improved. But I'll tell you, that UCLA team, I didn't expect – to get beat down like that. I thought it'd be a, t- a tighter game. Babano, what were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, it's an eye-opener for UCLA because this was supposed to be a season where everybody's singing their praises, talking about winning the Pac-12, uh, even beating teams like Oregon to win this conference. You know, Oregon, we think of them as the, the team to beat every year with Dana Altman, but they returned a lot. Now, they didn't have Jalen Hill playing tonight, but that's no excuse. They got uh, completely dominated in the low post. I found from a toughness, physicality standpoint, that's what you get when you play San Diego State. UCLA wasn't matching that tonight, and the defense of San Diego State was excellent. And to Cam's point about how San Diego State keeps doing it, Steve Fisher had a hand in picking Brian Dutcher as his successor at San Diego State, knowing that, hey, the program's gonna, the program that I helped build, it's going to be in good hands with Brian Dutcher. And boy, has well, it ever better. been. I mean, they had a great season last year, and here they, they are were, again. They've been together. They've been together for like 30 years, but battle. They were together at Michigan. It's the Michigan staff. Yeah. It's the entire Michigan yeah. staff minus minus Fisher, right? It was the the Michigan yeah. staff that went to San Diego State, and then you know Fisher Fisher got old, and basically the rest of the dudes took over. It's Michigan West. It's you know it, it's yeah. just it's Michigan West uh, that uh, that program. And if you've seen the Fab Five, Fisher said he goes, yeah, yeah. The guys always call me after tough losses. San Diego State. Everyone's, you know, like I said, Michigan, uh, you got a soft spot. Steve Fisher uh, did a great job. Yeah, said, and look, dude, they nearly went undefeated last year. I just can't believe they lose two of their top three scorers and they're able to do this in the, in the first game. That's the thing. But they're a damn good team. Give, give them credit and should have known, man. UCLA will break your heart. <laughs> like, you know, football. That's another team. You think, oh, they're yep. good. They're, they're flashy. They're going to be good. Uh, they'll break your heart. They'll break your heart. Uh, all right, so back hey, Gabe, to the You NFL. saw what happened? Yeah. I just want to say one th- quick quick thing before we get off this. Take a look at what happened with the betting trends today, and we'll just mark this up and put it in the, our brain database there. Take a look at the favorites earlier on in the day, and take a look at what the dogs did at night. UNLV lost outright. Georgia State against Georgia Tech. Take a look at all the things. The, in that late-night session, dogs were barking. Were the favorites big favorites earlier on in the day, and then the dogs went bananas I'm at night. I'm going to go just, over the uh, numbers. They did, did it in waves. I'll and I'll tell you this too, Cam, the favorites, the favorites of 20, 30, laying huge chalk today, they rolled a bunch of them. Oh, Louisville, Illinois, Houston, UAB, go on down. Arkansas was laying 36 and a half against Mississippi Valley State, and they won like 140 to 62 or, or something like that. It was a day where the large favorites, I'm talking teams laying 20 or yeah. more, they really did well against the spread today, very well. What I'm seeing is overs, 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 guys. Overs. Yeah, um, a lot of them, definitely. Uh, you look, I'll just rattle off. Uh, Radford, Virginia Tech, over. Limestone, uh, James Madison, over. Oakland, Xavier, over. Mount St. Mary's, Morgan State, under. McNeese, Nebraska, over. George Washington, Navy, over. 
uh, North Dakota, Miami, Ohio, over. North Georgia, Mercer, over. Every game over. Florida National, Georgia Southern, over. Kent State, New Hampshire, over. Townsend, Virginia, over. Uh, Prairie View, A&M, Little Rock, under. Uh, Southern, Wesleyan, South Carolina, upstate, over. Illinois State, Ohio State, over. Uh, Lander uh, versus Chattanooga, over. Austin P, Nebraska, Omaha, under. App State, South Carolina State, over. Old Dominion, Maryland, over. Fairfield, Providence, over. Drake K State, over. Illinois, won 122 to 60. I tell you, that game went over. <laughs> um, yep. We go on. It's crazy, guys. Overs, overs, overs. There's you know, just a few unders. They on the Michigan game, over. Um, you know, Wilmington, now West Carolina, over. Uh, Delaware yep. State, Wake Forest, over. Two. You you said it, Gabe. Look at the teams that won too. Over, Virginia, over, eighty nine points. Over. Illinois, one twenty two. Houston, eight. Uh, Michigan, ninety six. Iowa, ninety seven. Like the teams that were favored to Babano's point, almost all of them got like to a hundred. <laughs> That's the thing, here's man. a tip, guys. I'll say this quickly about Virginia. Here's a tip: you bet them over the total, game in and game out, because the yeah, odds right. makers are going to keep pricing them one twenties in that totals range, and they're going to be sleeping on the fact they brought in Sam Hauser from Marquette, who's a marksman from three-point range. They've got T.A. Clark's going to be better running the point. They brought a lot of freshmen that can score. This is a much improved, this is going to be one of the best, most improved offensive teams in the country this year, Virginia, and I don't think it's going to be reflected in their totals. What did that game get into the 140s today, Virginia and Towson? There's big-time value Virginia over. I know the defense is still going to be elite, but that offense is going to put them over the total, I think, in a lot of games. I agree with you. I said the same thing earlier. I've been betting Virginia overs for a couple of years yep. with that. I love it. You get a 107 and a half sometimes and stuff. It's like, all right, I'll go over that. 112, 112. So speaking of which, tomorrow the big game, 1.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time, 10.30 in the morning for uh, West Coasters. So fun, good sports day tomorrow. Kansas versus Gonzaga. Ooh, and Gonzaga, oh, Gonzaga this, Gonzaga that. Watch Kansas beat them, but the total was 147 and a half, and clearly the the betters have moved the number here. It's up to 150 right now. I'm going to be going with the over here. But one quick thing, guys, and I'll throw this, Cam, if you notice. I don't care about live movement for the most part. Oh, the number moved and stuff. But when you're talking about college basketball, Cam, and there's so many of these games, typical betters aren't betting this stuff. And guys like us in our you know $250 bets, we're not moving the numbers. If you'll notice... All these big moves in college basketball, if you follow the number, you're going to hit, Cam. Like like St. John's and St. Pete's. The money wasn't on St. John's. The money was on St. Pete's early. Like, you know, when you see it moves, I'm talking about not the hour before the game money. I'm talking about, all right, you saw that it opened up overnight at six and a half, and now it's four and a half. That's smart money, Cam. That's not public money. That's smart money. Yeah, I agree. And the thing was, too, like in our UCLA game, just going, just looking at that game, yeah, it was interesting because a lot of people. Never moved, yeah, we, we, never that's moved. the thing. Yeah. And, and that's important to know. That's the point that I'm trying to make is me and you, it's not our first rodeo. I knew that and I still went there, but that ah, there's always too. that feeling in the back of my mind. Why is everyone betting UCLA and that line is stuck at two and a half? We, we got played. That's just uh, pretty it's simple. True. Bano, I didn't see anyone pick San Diego State in this game tonight. The number wouldn't budge from two and a Should've. half, Ronan. In fact, it went from three to two and a half. It's like, yes. okay, so you're going to like this. Kevin Walsh said earlier that he spoke with uh, John Sheeran, the head of uh, FanDuel, and 
He said 95% of the money is on the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow, and that's the way that they like it. See, we've said this before. FanDuel's not trying to get action on both sides. FanDuel sets a number, and they challenge you to beat it. So where I'm going, Cam, is FanDuel is very—the head odds maker at FanDuel said he's very comfortable being on Washington tomorrow, and they're glad that 95% of the action's on Dallas because he thinks Washington's going to beat them. Not a lot of sportsbooks directors will tell you who they think is going to win. So I'm, I, I'm an idiot. I'm going right up against the powerful forces that I know I should not be going against, but I like the Cowboys. You're, you're not an idiot. We'll, we'll see at 8 o'clock. We'll see if whatever happens. That's interesting from their, their standpoint, but you, know, you bet what you think is going to happen in the game. To be honest with you, Gabe, I think a lot more people like Washington as a public dog instead of Detroit. That's the one dog. Yes, like I don't yes. know one person in their right mind that thinks Detroit can win in that game, and what do we do? We see everything we saw last. That's the one. If Galladay was playing and that line was at three, I'd probably take Detroit. That's why I'm off it, but that is the dog that nobody wants. You're right. No one's bringing up uh, Detroit. Babano uh, did it. Uh, Babano's going to be kicking it when it's in level two here still. But what do you think about the Cowboy game, Babano? Cowboys in Washington. The winner of this game is going to be in first place. Yeah, it is. And I'll give Dallas credit. I think some of that was it was a bad spot for Minnesota last week. But let's give them credit. Andy Dalton came back. The offensive line with Zach Martin back on it was as good as it's been, as healthy as it's been in weeks. They got they finally gave Andy Dalton some protection. Uh, he made some plays to Cooper and C.D. Lamb, who was outstanding, made a magnificent catch. The defense still is pretty weak on this Dallas team. I mean, they had to hang on. Minnesota moved the ball with regularity. This is a game where I think we could see points. Alex Smith's throwing like 300 yards, it seems, every week. Like, he has moved the ball three straight weeks since he's taken over as the starting quarterback, and the Cowboys' secondary is still bad. I do like the over 46. As far as the side goes, I'm kind of reluctant to go against Dallas here, too, because, you know, they finally got some life. They lost badly to Washington, 25-3, and that was a game Andy Dalton got injured in. So you think he'll be fired up to try to get a revenge here against Washington. That was the game he got injured. So I lean Dallas, but I like the over a lot more. Ian Cameron uh, kicking it with us, the uh, the football frenzy. Uh, Thanksgiving edition. It's, it's Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, Baltimore and Pittsburgh is canceled. Uh, yet there'll be college basketball on uh, Thursday night uh, for the degenerates. Uh, but, uh, Babano, what's this about? Uh, I saw Twitter is lighting up about you singing tonight or rapping, I should say. You have a Thanksgiving holiday rap for everybody tonight? Uh, apparently, Hainzer thought I was uh, rapping, f- forgetting the fact that I usually save that for special times like road rages. You know, you got to have a special occasion to bring out the Bobano raps. Uh, come on, give, give us give us a little sample uh, for people that like, are thinking, because Bobano can actually bust out a couple of rhymes, right, Bobano? Like, give us a little sample here, Bobano. Yeah, it's, it's yeah I guess I could. People, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, I think Hainzer wanted me to do a little Snoop Dogg, so we'll do a little Snoop Dogg. This is for the G's, and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers. Now back to the G's. This is for the G's, and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers. Now back to the G's. Freeze at ease. Now let me drop some more of them keys. There we go. A little. That's just a little taste. If, if we're doing a road rage, you're going to get a little bit more. Yeah, I think uh, Yang uh, Yang's heard better uh, in in Spanish Harlem. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cam, we'll, we'll get Cam. We'll wrap up with Cam on the other side. We'll get Cam. If Cam's like a judge on American Idol, I want Cam's assessment of a battle there. 
That was pretty damn white. That's my assessment. That was very white. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Late-night anger management class. I have Morenci throwing it down. Thanksgiving edition. So, yeah, we're not going to be on tomorrow a night. No sports rage tomorrow night. No sports rage Friday night, which is a big trouble because we have a lot of psychopath losers that tune into the show. So now I fear that they're going to be stalking the streets and, like, taking pictures up uh, women's skirts on uh, escalators and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so we have put, you know. Like we we actually do we do a favor for society, Kev. Think about like how many nut jobs would be like harassing people in parks right now, if not for my show. Um, <laughs> Babano kicking with us. I gotta tell you, Babano. Uh, Lisa just said she's throwing her bra at you. We got dudes that are saying that uh, they're uh, they're black and they're down. They approve. You know what I would do if I was like a concert promoter? Be a great idea, Cam. You have like Method Man, Red Man, and Too Short uh, tour, and then you just sort of have like Babano as the opener. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> come out, white guy. Yo, yo, what's just up, Paul? Guy. What's up, Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put Babano in a tracksuit, and instead of people throwing bottles at him and stuff, I think like he'd be so geeky. You could be like the Weird Al Yankovic of rap, uh, Babano. Yeah. Get up there with Method Man and Red Man, two of my favorites. Give me some room, I'm throwing elbows. Timberland boots, Air Force, and shell toes. Who the F is them? If I gotta pay to get in the club, I'm gonna go pop the trunk and turn the street volume up to 10. I ain't on the guest list. I ain't VIP. I snuck in the exit. Learn to DIP. There we go. There it is. I'm getting into it now. Yeah. Solid. Oh, Babano. Look at that. His report card just gotten you. a lot better. Oh yeah, I be strong. You. I've smoked. I've smoked weed with Meth, with uh, Red Man and Method Man. I've partied with them. I could not like recite like three words of any of their songs. Great stuff. Ooh, Cam, thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, his first song sucked, but he just raised it up a notch. Yeah, that was pretty good. Damn right. Everything's clear. They block out the sun. Oh, yeah, I got to get me some. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. These blue blockers are okay with me. Hey, I shame. It's a fact. The key to yeah, good blockers, rap is not go only... Everything's groovy, not a slur in my speech. This is what I do up and down Venice Beach. I will see you at 4 Eastern tomorrow, Marenzi. Whoa, rockin'. Yeah, Cam, bravo. See you, buddy.